0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. How about that move? Oh, Edwards! Put that one on the highlight reel with all the rest. That was a top shot, folks. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. The rookie, Anthony Edwards, was disgusting last night. Timberwolves over the Blazers by a score of 114 to 112. And I was paying close attention, Horvat, as as I was taking in, soaking up all the college hoops information last night, like so many of you. Um, Just kind of keeping a close eye on this Minnesota-Portland box score because I tailed our guy Rick Camp. Congrats to Rick. He had his first column posted last night for for 4-for-4. And he goes 3-0 and on player props. One of them was Anthony Edwards, under three and a half assists. He had two at halftime. Rick sweating it. I'm like, oh, it's close. It's like a 50-50 toss-up if it's going to get home or not. He had no more assists the rest of the game because the man took 24 shots, 34 points uh, for Anthony Edwards.
1: Anthony Edwards, Joe, like this last week especially has been ridiculous. His last five games, he's averaging 25 points per game. He's doing it on yep. 49% shooting. And shout out to Rick Camp, man, because he's been on fire with the player props. It's weird. I've been on fire with my sides and even my totals I've been hitting, but my player props, I continue to get burned by the hook. So I've been staying away for like yeah. three days now, and he just continues to kill it. So good for him. Uh, good for Anthony Edwards. He looks really good right now. And I was also I, on that game last
0: yeah. Gambling so funny and this happens all the time. We kind of joke about it, but man, is it true? Like on Friday, I got my teeth kicked in, man. Just everything. Right. I had a bad read on everything. And then it's betting, man. I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying what happened. Then Saturday or Sunday, boom, the, those close calls, turn it around. I went 10-1 and one with golf and basketball over the last two days. That
1: That's just this racket. That's how it goes sometimes. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, yeah. I'm That's why I've been playing so many damn games lately because I've just been on fire. I'm seeing the board really well in the NBA. Now, what I'm a little bit worried about with the NBA, Joe, is the second half of the season motivation for some of these teams, especially these first couple of weeks back. You know, um, like, for example, last night, my favorite bet in the NBA. So I was on fire with my college picks. But my favorite bet was the Jazz. And now the and now I'm looking at like, okay, are the Jazz in the second half going to be the same team that we saw in the first half? Are they going to mm-hmm. become complacent? Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are another team. What are they going to bring in the second half of the season? Are they going to go hard every night because they haven't been the number one overall seed or they haven't been a legit playoff contender in so long? Or are they going to pump the brakes a little bit, especially with Chris Paul, and try to get him some load management going into the playoffs in his mid 30s so he's completely healthy. That's what I worry about the second half of the season. Points bet the exclusive sports betting partner of the Denver Nuggets is outdoing the
0: competition in Colorado. They are now live with minus 105 spreads on all NBA games. That's the best price of any sports book. Why bet anywhere else? This is BetQL daily live on the BetQL Audio Network, thanks for listening on Radio.com. Also 1430 in Denver, 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. And don't forget, we're on YouTube, so subscribe to the Radio.com sports page. You can find us doing this show on YouTube every day, live, weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Tweet us at BetQL Daily. Tonight's card, Horvat, we have eight. Games here to help the people out a little bit because they're so busy trying to figure out what they're doing for college basketball, all the pools that they're going to be entering. I get it, so uh, let's make it easy for the folks. We got to start with the game uh, by the team you cover all the time because this one did intrigue me. I'm not just asking you because you uh pay close attention to the Bucks. We've got Milwaukee at Washington, so for the Wizards, this is their third game in four nights. The Bucks are favored by nine and a half, a high, high total of two. 39 for good reason. We have two teams top 5 in pace. Washington is number 1, Milwaukee is number 5. Last 5 road games for the Bucks, they have not been covering the number uh, another discrepancy we see, uh, Milwaukee offensive efficiency they are 4th, Washington you know they stink, they are 27th. These two teams just played on Saturday. It was 125-119, Milwaukee Giannis
1: and Westy both had triple doubles. Yeah. You know what, Joe? Um, Washington should have won that game this weekend. They should have won that game on Saturday, and I love them tonight. I really do, especially with the Bucs being on the road. As you said, the Bucs are just not the same team against the spread that they've been the last two years where they had the best record in the NBA. They're 2-4 and against the spread in their last six overall, but what really disturbs me is the way that they play on the road. 0-5 against the spread in their last five road games. They're just not the same team this year on the road. Meanwhile, I love Washington at home, six and two against the spread in their last eight home games. I know that those are just stupid trends, but I'm telling you this year's Bucks team is just not the same team on the road. They don't play a whole lot of defense. And I also think, Like, right now for them, they just want to get to the playoffs. Like, it's been a disappointing finish the last two years. The Eastern Conference Finals lost to Toronto two years ago where you had a 2-0 series lead. Last year, losing to the Heat in the second round when you're the number one overall seed. I think for them this year, it's title or bust. Um, But I love the Wizards to keep this one close and maybe even win it outright tonight.
0: Okay, two teams that don't play any defense, two teams that play at a frantic pace. How does this go under?
1: Oh, I would never touch the under. I, I would not touch the under in this game. I think. Would it, you play the over? I, I would play the over. I think this one's going to go over. I do. Um, not a whole lot of defense is going to be played. You look at Giannis right now. He's playing at an MVP level. And now with Embiid missing most likely, what, the next two to three weeks, and then they'll reevaluate him. It's going to be a two-man MVP race with Jokic and LeBron. You know, maybe Steph Curry starts to get a little bit of love. Giannis has played like the MVP the last month. Dude, I Jokic, by the way, he moved up to second
0: favorite over the weekend over at the Superbook. Jeff Sherman decided to bump up Jokic a little bit. There's quite a
1: gap now between Jokic and Embiid. Joe, what did you get Jokic at? Because you got him preseason, right? 36 to one. 36 to one. And what's that at right now? Um, I'd
0: have to check. I think it he's like four to one somewhere to in that. Range. Now.
1: Man. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I would definitely play the over in this one, especially with Bradley Beal back, man. I think I love the over in this game. I would not touch the under.
0: All right. Let me uh, follow up with that. I just said Giannis and Westbrook both had triple doubles on Saturday. Would you play either to have a triple double tonight? Westbrook. Yes. Plus
1: 240
0: Giannis plus 400.
1: I mean, you're going to give me four to one with Giannis right now. The way that he's playing against a terrible defense, a terrible defense. And he's pissed. Like, I, you can just tell Giannis, I don't know if it's the MVP conversation, but I feel like he thinks that people are sleeping on him. And I mean, he's on a mission right now. I would play that. I don't think I would play the Westbrook, although watch, I'll say that and then he'll go off. He'll have a triple that, double by the doesn't third. Doesn't that
0: feel like four, four to one's too much value for Giannis right now? The, I don't know. I
1: mean, triple doubles are hard, but still. Well, it, that's what's crazy is, like, remember when a triple-double used to be, like, such a huge deal as a kid in NBA games? Now it's, like, right. every single night. Like, the other night, we gave out the Luca triple-double. That hits. Luca's a walking triple-double. James Harden, Giannis. It's, like, every other night. Every night in the association, probably two to three guys have a triple-double. No, with Giannis, yeah, I love that number. With Westbrook, with Beal being back, still ball-dominant guard. But I, I, I think I, I don't like the Westbrook as much as I like the Giannis triple-double tonight, if I was going to play any props on that.
0: Okay, good stuff. Uh, Dylan Burns directing in Philadelphia, he tells us it's, it's Yo- down to Jokic two to one. One, baby, he is on fire right now. Denver you. needs to rack up some wins, and uh, it, that's going to be a tight race right now. Little separation, but it, it changes from day to day. That's what's so great about the NBA. All right, horror I uh picked Milwaukee, Washington, a few different ways
1: that uh, we can attack that contest. What game do you love? That is one of my favorites, and also tonight, you know. Kind of like the Indiana Pacers, to be honest with you. So the Pacers are in Denver taking on the Nuggets, which I know this may have some of our fine folks listening in Denver, but opened up five and a half. Denver was favored by, and I see most of the bets coming in on Denver, you know, 60% of the bets. And yet that went down this morning to four and a half. I kind of like the Pacers in this spot on the road. The problem is they've burned me in the past. And with the Pacers, like I'm all over Sabonis tonight. That's why I like them. I think he has a huge night. I was looking at his PRA and I couldn't find that early this morning what I did find uh, was the rebounds assists. Got a good number on that 16 and a half. He's had 20 plus in three straight games combined rebounds and assists. He had 20 combined rebounds and assists last time they faced off against the Nuggets. He said six plus assists in seven straight games. You know, he's always a threat to pull down 10 to 15 rebounds. I just I don't think that they're going to have an answer for him tonight. I think Indiana wins this game outright. So I like the Pacers. And then I like that Sabonis prop, probably my two favorite bets tonight. Do you like it at four and a half? Cause uh, we're down to
0: four and a half on points bet.
1: Yeah. I still like it at four and a half again, opened at five and a half, went down a full point, even though, you know, everybody is on Denver in this one. Yeah. I still like it there. And I also kind of like the Hornets tonight, man, the Hornets in their last five, four and one against the spread. They're a team that I've been back and I've been staying away from the two teams that I love uh, the Knicks and the bulls did jump back on the bulls last night. That was a nice outright victory, uh, but mm-hmm. the Knicks, just so disappointing when you have to back a team that in the third quarter goes six minutes without getting a bucket. So that's the two I'm looking for tonight: uh, the Hornets, and then I love the Pacers. What are your What are your thoughts on Indiana right now, though?
0: Uh, yeah, a, a couple thoughts on both games. First off, in that specific matchup, Indiana at Denver this evening. Both game, both teams. It's their third game in four nights, and, and the reason that you see. That's coming in on the Nuggets. As people like yourself, you just mentioned that they've burned you. Well, they're burning everybody right now yeah. because they're one in seven against the spread over their last eight games. So uh, that, that's why people are refusing to back them, and I can't really blame them for that. Uh, that Charlotte Sacramento game. Let's uh, check the latest line here. Yeah, it's still three and a half total, two thirty eight. And a half. Uh Sacramento doesn't play any defense. Love LaMelo ball. I'm a big fan of everything going on with uh Charlotte right now. Don't know that they're gonna end up winning the division, but they do have a decent chance. Problem for them is that Miami has really turned it on. Uh the Hornets are giving up a lot of threes. Last three games, third most in the NBA. So some Sacramento Kings uh threes made props could could be. Could be an option there. I know you always like to bet on Buddy heeled because the number's way too high to go. Man, over. To and then he always, me. and then he always just misses it for you. I don't have a play on Sacramento, and Charlotte. If I'm going to do anything, I'm going to look at uh, some Sacramento player props on uh, threes made.
1: Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Yeah, that's probably where I would look if I was going to play props. You know, we brought up the the Knicks and another prop that I really like, and I don't mean to bounce around all over the place, but just no props. No, please again. do. We, we,
0: we got eight games and we got a lot of college basketball. Bounce around as much as you want.
1: I want to get your thoughts on this one. I know that I give this pick out every single time I'm on the show, but I like R.J. Barrett tonight against the Nets. Now I think the Nets are going to destroy the Knicks tonight. I am yeah. going to fade the Nets ever again right now in the regular season. They're playing great basketball. For some reason, I've been on the other side of them the last couple of contests. But R.J. Barrett tonight, over 17 and a half points. Dude, I, all of a sudden, like, he's getting playing time. He's won over 21 points in five of his last six games, including six straight – I'm sorry, three straight games. Five of the last six, he's went over 21 at least, including against the Nets the last time he played. He had 20. Brooklyn doesn't play a whole lot of defense. I like R.J. Barrett over 17-and-a-half tonight. Anything you like in that game? Are you still um, on assists? Am I still what? Have you still been playing any Harden props? I've been kind of going away from those a little bit.
0: No, they just got too high, so I, I stopped betting those completely. Yeah. Uh, he, here's one thing that does pop to me. Now, first uh, first off, have to mention Durant officially out again. I don't know. H- is there any word on
1: when this man's going to return to the court? Like anything? I think they're just going to be really cautious. I think we may see him back in a week or two. But like right now, if you're the Brooklyn Nets, now obviously you want him in game shape for playoff time. But what are you really playing for? Because, Joe, I don't think – I think the Nets like could treat the regular season the way that these LeBron teams have the last decade when he was in Miami. They didn't care if they got the number one overall seed. Hey, Chicago, Tom Thibodeau, you guys want the number one overall seed? Bust your ass in the regular season. Then you'll be gas come playoff time. Why bring Durant back at all? Like, you know what I mean? Like Durant didn't play at all in the playoffs. And in that one half that he played where he got injured in the NBA finals against Toronto, he was the best player on the floor. Wasn't rusty at all. He's going to be able to score. I think they're going to be really cautious with him because they're a legit title contender. I think that they're the favorites right now. Why rush him back and risk injury for regular season games? You know, Nets are favored by eight and a half total two twenty-three.
0: Knicks, you know, that's why you be careful with these trends. They're going to catch up with the numbers eventually. All year we've been talking about how the Knicks are an under team. They're an under team. Last four games, Knicks have gone over because the number just gets a little bit too low. Knicks, Nets, last 10 matchups, are they, they end up usually going under. I know there's been a lot of change to the roster, so I wouldn't even look at that too much. But just first blush, and I know they haven't been scoring as much lately, but doesn't it look like 225 is too short for a Nets game?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would never play the under in a Nets game. I would go over in that one. And like you said about the Knicks, like, I get it, and I get why well, that total's so low, and they do drive you crazy when they go on these scoring droughts where they don't get a bucket in four to five minutes. Yeah, There's going to be a lot of points scored in that game. I would play the over in that one. I wouldn't touch the side, because I think the Knicks, I mean, after I said that the Nets will smash them, I don't know, I think they could keep sure. it close, but I do like the over in
0: all right, that's uh, our quick look at tonight's NBA card. Make sure you're here for our best bets during Lightning Bets to wrap up the show. We'll tell you the stuff that we really love. It's Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat Coming up next, we'll talk about some golf, more NBA, and, of course, college hoops with BetQL's Vic Chalksy. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.